Hello and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Binge. My name is Mo. I'm a registered dietitian and behavioral change specialist. And every episode, I do my best to bring you closer to a life free of binging so you can live your best life physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And today, we are going to talk about the two keys to freedom from binge eating. And I know it sounds a little bit tacky, but wait to the end and I'll share with you two important keys that are necessary for you to overcome binge eating. Actually, one could argue that these two keys could be used to overcome any negative habit or behavior that doesn't serve you and causes you pain in the long run. But before we talk about that, we must first understand what binge eating is. Binge eating is a behavior that when integrated in our life and practiced over and over again, over time, becomes a habit. Let me demonstrate that by sharing a short story with you. Jasmine was a 12-year-old girl who loved helping around the house. Her favorite chore was doing the dishes. Every time she did the dishes, her mother would give her 10 cents and a lot of praise. She told her how she loves having such a kind daughter who helps around the house and said she deserves the 10 cents. Every evening, Jasmine would have dinner with her busy parents and then race to the kitchen to clean the dishes. A couple of houses away, her neighbor, 13-year-old boy John, hated doing the dishes. His parents had a much harder time with him. They constantly told him, why can't you be a bit more helpful around the house? You should be helping your mother clean and do the dishes. John didn't want to do the dishes, so he would say no or would throw a tantrum. His parents, frustrated, would shout at him and order him to do the dishes. John would force himself to do some of the dishes and then retreat to his room to play his video games for hours on end. He would stay up till 2 a.m. playing his video games and didn't seem to know how to stop. It started affecting his sleep to the point where he performed poorly in school. Ten years later, John and Jasmine, who got to know each other as kids, got married. John was a professional gamer at this point. All these years spent playing video games made him really, really good at it. He detested school, but was so talented he ended up making a living off playing video games. Jasmine found him interesting and kind-hearted, although a bit troubled and reactive sometimes. She noticed he barely helped around the house and couldn't understand why because she loved doing her chores. One day she asked John to help her with the dishes and he grunted a bit, but got up to do it anyways. After he did them, Jasmine walked up to him and gave him a huge hug and kissed him on the cheek and told him how much she loves him and loves that he helps her. John immediately felt guilt for grunting earlier when asked to do the dishes and as time passed by, by, Jasmine noticed John would often do the dishes on his own. He seemed to enjoy it and um, she would give him a hug and some kind words every time he did so. And yes, that would be the end of this short story. It's a short one today. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, the story that is actually inspired by many real life stories um, and, and it happens in many different ways and forms in every household and existence. But let's not lose sight of the real reason why we're here today. So to, to discuss the two keys from freedom from binge eating. I mentioned earlier that a binge eating uh, is a behavior that has become a habit in our life through repetition and time. When the brain sees us doing something over and over again, it tends to look at, uh, lock it in as a habit, and meaning it becomes one more thing we no longer think about before doing. Uh, this is because the brain automates whatever you tend to do regularly. Uh, it simply doesn't have the energy and capacity to think about every tiny thing you do in your day. So whatever is repeated becomes automated. Jasmine didn't have to think about doing the dishes. It's become a habit in her life. She just simply does it. John didn't have to think about playing his video games also. He simply goes through the motions of it. Now, before I start sharing the two secrets to freedom from binge eating or any other negative habit, let's learn a little bit about the anatomy of the habit. A habit is made possible through three components. Trigger, action, and reward. This simple equation can be applied to any habit you have. It is also how we should be teaching kids proper healthy habits. 
But I'm going to share a little bit about that later. Jasmine's habit, Jasmine's habit was doing the dishes. She was conditioned from a young age. Her trigger started off with her mother asking for help. The action was doing the dishes. The reward was getting praise and 10 cents. We might think that praise and money is the ultimate reward. It isn't. The ultimate reward is the feeling. Jasmine equated praise and 10 cents to accomplishment and doing well, which made her feel amazing. She associated doing the dishes with feeling amazing. As life went on, the trigger became Jasmine finishing dinner. She didn't need her mother asking her anymore. The action remained doing the dishes and the reward was feeling amazing every time she did them. John had a different upbringing. He wasn't rewarded when asked to help. He was told he should be doing the dishes and ordered. It didn't appeal to him. I mean, why should he after all? He's 13. He doesn't understand responsibility at this age. He's still learning. So he associated doing the dishes with pain. The necessary ingredients for habits were not there. No reward equals no habit. So he would force himself to do the dishes when he was young because it caused him pain. Now here's the thing. As a rule, the brain seeks pleasure and avoids pain. So when he was stuck in this pain caused by doing the dishes and other chores, he would instantly gravitate towards his video games. The trigger in this case was his pain. The action was playing video games. The reward was feeling accomplished, good at something, and he enjoyed it, which is why he could do it for hours and not worry about it. Eventually, the trigger was, was his pain. Uh, that was his pain while doing the dishes disappeared as he no longer had to do them, but the action that was him playing the video games remained and every time he played, he felt great. Although there were days where he played till 2 a.m. and woke up tired for work, were not so great. So that, that, that specifically wasn't so great. So there was a downside to it. John could have spiraled downwards through doing poorly in school and spending too much time on video games, but he got lucky because he ended up making a living out of it. Many people don't get so lucky when their pain escaping behaviors, and I'm sure you made the connection by now, binge eating is one of them. It Yes, it can be a pain escaping behavior. Jasmine did amazing when she helped John change his behavior. She had no idea what she was doing, of course. She was simply mimicking her parents and passing on what she received or learned. It worked brilliantly because although some actions in her life are associated with pleasure and some with pain, you can change that. Uh, you can change the association always by changing the reward. And that's exactly what she did. She started rewarding him and that created a new association over time for him. Now, I want you to think about a habit you have in your life that serves you. It serves you as in and helps you achieve a goal you have. And go ahead, take a moment and think of one. But make sure it's a habit that you consistently do. Now, think about it. What's the trigger? Now, what's the action? And what's the reward? Let's look, for example, like exercising. So exercising could be that you just put in your schedule and there's a phone reminder. That's the trigger. The action is you working out and the reward is you feeling great. Or with brushing your teeth. It could be that the trigger is putting your pajamas on. And the action is you brushing your teeth and the reward is you have white, beautiful teeth. Now take a moment to think of a habit you have in your life that does not serve you. It doesn't serve you as in it doesn't bring you closer to your goals. It takes you further and actually ends up bringing and causing more pain in your life. And go ahead, take a moment and think of one. And you might not have to go too far with this one because binging is one of these habits. So think about it. What's the trigger? What's the action? What's the reward? With binging, the trigger could be hunger or a painful day at work or stress or a negative remark from a loved one or a fight. It's different for many people. The action is the binging. The reward is the intense, very short-term pleasure we get from eating junk food. With smoking, for example, the trigger could be stress. The habit is smoking. The reward is the intense relief and short-term pleasure we get from smoking. 
Now, of course, both these behaviors, like other behaviors, don't serve other negative behaviors, sorry, don't serve us and end up causing more pain in our life. But in the moment, we don't think about that. Our brain immediately gravitates uh, towards the immediate result it gets, the instant feeling. This is ultimately what's, what ends up being the reward. It's the instant feeling. So now that you're a master of understanding habits through this little anatomy habit uh, anatomy lesson, let's find the two keys to freedom from binge eating. Can you guess what they are by now? So uh, the first is, I'm sure you could have, you would have guessed it by now, is to change the reward. Associate different rewards and feelings with behaviors that don't serve you, such as binge, binging. Now, the brain tends to focus instantly on the immediate reward, immediate reward and feeling we get from a behavior, but that can be changed through our attention, where we put our attention and our focus. So changing that by bringing our attention to other things like other feelings and other aspects that can either link behaviors that don't serve us with more pain and more negativity can help us stay away from that behavior while linking certain behaviors that do serve us, such as exercising more and eating healthy or reaching out for help or or being a part of a community that, that, that helps you or journaling or meditating or whatever it is, linking that with reward and pleasure can help us engage in these behaviors as well. So this is the first key. The second is a little bit trickier to find and it lies in the gap. What's the gap? The gap is the amount of time you have between the trigger and the action. In this time, this gap, you are free. So this is the moment where you're free. Think about the trigger. So the trigger is potentially the pain that you experience, you're experiencing or the stress from work or a fight you had with somebody or that moment where there's a thought in your mind that says you should go binge right now. That's the trigger. And the action is the binging itself. Now, the time between that is called the gap. That In that time, you have freedom. You are literally free to make a choice. Most of the time, for people who consistently end up binging um, that time is is associated with a lot of anxiety because they're projecting their past on the future so they're projecting the fact that they've always failed there onto the future and that gives them anxiety but actually in this gap in this time frame you are free and you at this point have not made a decision yet so for some people, this gap is less than seconds. For others, it could be hours. My advice to you is to work on increasing the gap. Allow that period between the trigger and the action to increase in time. Because in that time, you're free. And the longer you're free, the more you can gain confidence and increase that gap over and over and over again. Every time we engage in a behavior um, through an action, then we strengthen the connection between the thought and the action and the connection between the trigger and the action becomes stronger and stronger and stronger to a point where they're instant. So this is a very important key. Now the question is, how can we change the reward and increase the gap? And the answer to that is, a, is a actually long and different from person to person. And it's exactly what we do in my two-month program, Beyond the Binge. In this carefully designed journey, we dive into details and learn to implement strategies that allows us to gain freedom from binging and achieve full control over our actions. From there, we can easily achieve our goals. If you don't already know, Beyond the Binge is currently 25% off during the pandemic. You can apply to it from my website at www.morezk.com. And from there, once you apply and you take it on, we learn to implement these strategies. We learn how to increase the gap, how to 
integrate proper rewards for habits that that serve us and take away the rewards from habits that don't serve us as well as establish a lifestyle and many other things so if you haven't already um listened to my podcast episode the six layers of binge eating make sure you listen to that one because these two keys that i discussed today they are the key to overcoming binging yes but there are other causes there are many like different causes and layers to binge eating that increase our vulnerability to binging so for example restricting food during the day and not eating enough during the day can will cause us to be hungry at night and the evening and that is a vulnerability and no matter how hard you work on the gap and the reward the vulnerability could just make it super hard for you because your body hasn't met its energy needs so that's one layer so that must be addressed and that's something we address um, in the program as well another part is how you handle stress if you connect if your relationship with stress is very negative and every time you're stressed out you get stuck in fight or flight um, then that causes another vulnerability and it makes it very difficult for you to actually observe the gap or change the rewards. Um, and a different layer, another layer could be if you have lack of balance in certain brain neurotransmitters like the serotonin, which allows you to be more calm, or the dopamine, which allows you to make more logical decisions. If you have certain habits in your life that decrease dopamine and decrease serotonin from your brain, then you're at a vulnerability to make choices that are illogical and be um, uh, fall uh, uh, victim to uh, depression and potentially be constantly feeling anxious and reactive and seek food as a way to correct these deficiencies or to escape the pain that is created in your life so there's many many causes to it and i would love to discuss them all in one podcast but that could take literally hours 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 anyways i'm going to stop rambling on now i hope that you enjoyed this episode uh Again, uh, keep in mind, Beyond the Binge is currently 25% off. This is my two-month signature program where we dive into uh, a journey to overcome binge eating by building the lifestyle and overcoming the six layers that cause binging. Everybody who goes through this program achieves results because it is uh, carefully designed to help every single cause of binging. So... um, Make sure you work on changing the rewards, observe the gap as much as possible, and I look forward to seeing you in my next episode. Thank you for listening.